0: Good afternoon, morning, evening, or whatever it is you're listening to this on or in whatever. Fucking who cares? Welcome to the Boytown Podcast with me, Davy Boy, and the other little boy with the long fingers and the wee web toes, Shane Todd. Welcome to the podcast. How are don't you, have Shane? Toes.
1: You well, do don't have web toes. Number one and number two. I feel energetic for this time of night. Because I mean, you and I just did the radio show and we're going straight into the pod. Yep. And you know what that means? We're two hungry horses who like to work hard yep. and like to just get it done. G-I-D, get it I done. I mean,
0: that's it. what we do. We are two hard-working white men. That's what we are. What do you think about that, Brewer?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's definitely bold. It's uh, definitely factually correct. But I don't <laughs> really like the way you say so yeah but I just absolutely. want to say
0: this is this is something that annoys me to be honest. People are always saying to me dave you 're a white man, but you know what i 've never come out and told anybody what I am, so no one knows am right, I a white right, right. am I a white man? am I a blue unicorn? who knows do you know
1: you definitely... I thought, I thought for a second you were about to say you're a White Walker, and uh, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see Davy Boy photoshopped up as a White Walker. I'd be keen for that.
0: I mean, what are they? Are they like some sort of Ku Klux Klan guys or
1: no? They're do you know we they're sponsored walk along Sea Park? No, they're Game of Thrones boys who show up and absolutely wreck the crack.
0: Okay, are they? Uh, would you describe them them as a wee bit sly?
1: Yeah, one of the guy, like the main guy, has these like really like deep bright blue eyes. He I sounds gorgeous. He's got like sexy <laughs> <six. laughs> hair. He is no way hundred percent. He is ba beautiful. But uh, but man, it's good. Like, can I just sing a song for you for a second?
0: I mean, if it's shit, no. But if it's good, absolutely come hither. Judge for
1: yourself. Love on the line. You can be mine any old time. Brr, call my number. What do you think? Oh wow, well, that
0: was pretty pretty dope. Was that uh, the Beatles? Was that saying that?
1: Blazing Squad, the Beatles of the yeah. uh, early noughties. I love Blazing Squad and I brought a, I bought a parker jacket with a fur hood just because they had them in the video for Crossroads. What do you think about that? Product? I mean,
0: I think it's pretty weird. I mean, what what age were you when the, the Blazing Squad were kicking about? Hopefully it was like seven.
1: Twenty seven.
0: Oh no. and um, do you still I, listen to I would have been I?
1: about I would have been about fourteen. Yeah, most days.
0: Do you remember they had that that we song? What? I'm actually yeah. in it. Now. Nice.
1: Yeah, because they disbanded, and I asked if I could just be in it now. So I am essentially Blazing Squad.
0: Nice. Do you own the rights to it? So all their music, you get paid now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting about four fifty a year.
0: What about that tune that they had one?
2: When... I wanna see you
1: working that's pretty if you decent let me I'm gonna flip reverse it come on baby working for me yeah it was it was good
0: I mean wh- what
1: like what, what
0: did they mean I never knew what they meant by flip reverse it I thought it was like about cooking up burgers on the grill
1: all you all you need to know about the Blazing Squad boys is they were doing their GCSEs at school then yeah. they released Crossroads then for about six months they were killing it and then huh. they, they weren't You know, and that's fine. And Kenzie was, some people say, the cutest one. And now he's so buff, and that is pretty cool. And then a couple of the guys in Blazing Squad had their own group called Friday Hill. And it was actually pretty good. And then he was black and white, and it went, I wanted you to go your way. I wanted me to go mine. I never thought you'd say, <laughs> baby, goodbye.
0: Can I just step in and say the two guys that were in Friday Hill were good, but yeah. then Kenzie, he didn't need to be in it because he just, he just wrecked it. Right? You sing that wee bit you did again, and I'll add the wee bit of Kenzie at the end of that for the people that don't know it.
2: I wanted you to go your way. I wanted me to go mine.
1: I'm sitting here thinking, baby, goodbye.
2: Baby, goodbye. It's like no
0: need for that, <laughs> And then like they're singing this lovely bit the whole way through the song. Like if you haven't seen this, check it out. They're all singing really nice. And then out of nowhere, Kenzie comes in and he gives it something like, Chaw! you know, it's just, what was his line? You might be for the best now, but I'm gone. Oh, and people like, why you've wrecked the nice song, Kenzie? But because he was the
1: only one that anybody knew in the Blazers squad. They had to do it. Oh, oh but he was, he was VC. Very cute. Definitely yeah. very, very cute. Kenzie. But, both as a thin guy and as a buff guy.
0: Yeah, and then they have that other real sweet song that's always forgotten about. It's like, and now we're
1: living
2: in the sunshine. Close my eyes, and, Close I'm there my eyes again. and I'm there
1: again. We got girls, we. I think these are the lyrics, but yeah. I presume it's not. Close my eyes and I'm there again. We got girls, we're smoking the air again. I don't know, I think they <laughs> yeah. were smoking the air. Yeah, I'm mean- dreaming. Be dreaming. And I'll be living in the sunshine. In the that, sunshine. Oh, like, nah. that was such a belter. That was such yeah. a belter of a song, and I a thousand percent know that you are also a guy who would know those kind of songs, and yeah. that's why I think you and me are best friends.
0: I mean, I think so. Like, the Blazing Squad, to be fair, you know what, like, whenever they started out, they were actually, in all honesty, 14, and that's why they're called Blazing Squad because they thought it was cool to. Blaze up that chronic smoke weed, as I think it's called, isn't it? Blazing the cr- chronic smoke weed, um. And sure it is. I think as time went by, they stopped being weak guys and started to be pump guys. Like Kenzie's really muscly, the weird guy who was ginger, but this looked like he shouldn't have been ginger. He was pretty, pretty cute as well. And then there was that guy, wasn't Marcel? Was it was in Love Island.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you want to hear some of the lyrics of Flip Reverse?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's one particular verse where a guy's like, Yo, rip it, strip it, in the mic, is is a ticket, flick it, ticket? it? I, I want you to know what, what he says there, please. Let me know. Freaky dicky shit, uh, I think he says at some point, and everybody knows.
1: Okay, here we go. Yeah. Flip it, rip it, lick it, girl, strip it. Yo, can you kick it? I mean, that's the mic. Sorry, sorry the to
0: interrupt. That's the wrong order. It. That's the wrong order. Surely you should strip it before you lick it. I'm saying he's got to go from the start again, please.
1: Flip it, rip it, lick it, girl, strip it. Yo, can you kick it? I know why. Is he why does he want to kicked?
0: No, I mean listen. Maybe he doesn't really know. Because again, <laughs> as we said, thirteen when they started, so maybe they're maybe like fifteen by now. They don't really know what they're at. You know, they're like, look, flick it, rip it, strip it, flick it, bite it, kick it, boot it, nut it.
1: Go, <laughs> go, stick it in your ear and put the balls into. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that's actually a B track from the, the business squad put the put the balls into <laughs> uh, they just have a full album called fill it up which is what they think you need to do just fill it when it's as full as it can get put the balls
1: in <laughs> oh, I love that
0: put the balls
2: in too. <laughs> um,
1: girl turn around and back it up because we're going bum to bum yet. yeah <laughs> I'm gonna put my f- shoe in that poo. What? You're You're and I need to know if you. And I need to know if you have a dick too. Mm-hmm. Do girls have those? <laughs> if you've got a dick put into,
0: <clears throat> can you tell me those lyrics from start to finish, no interruptions?
1: Flip it, rip it, lick it, girl, strip it, yo, can you kick it? The mic is the ticket, goes to sip it, yo, freaky dicky shit. Flick it, lick it good, and put it in the place it is where you should. And when <laughs> I take the nude, <laughs> no one gives you the feelings the way I could. Uh, hold on, what does it mean when I take
2: the nude?
1: Can I just Google that phrase, take the nude? Yeah. Also, Dave, can you fix Write down the name of this week's podcast episode. Is take the, take nude. the nude? Yeah, I mean that's pretty fresh. Take the nude. You will flick it, lick it, nude Okay, I'm on Urban Dictionary, and they're yeah. saying that nude is a common internet slang word for nude, as in like nude. Yeah. So he's saying when I take nude, it still doesn't make sense. But what I, the first, the first verse is this, right? Yeah. Um, I'm the kind of boy that like a lot of heat under covers, sitting on some cheddar. Need you to work, girl. I mean, that's not going to smell nice at all if he's sitting on cheddar. Yeah, no. I'm the I'm... type more like to pick up the mic and bless the crowd with my flows while you stare and grind. Like, why is he and blessing I will them? I'll bring my click because that's how we roll, and I'll take these chicks and I'll take them home. I'm making sure none of us leave this place alone. I gotta get a honey and get her alone. Um, the first yeah. verse is finally, I'ma do it real good if you know how I felt. We could take it downstairs, like below the belt. Okay, Whatever okay. you want, I got it. I'm a hot baby, you want it.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'm a hot baby.
1: <laughs> oh no, it says I'm hot baby, you All want right, it. I actually I'm a hot baby. I mean that's definitely a good chat up line to have. I'm a hot baby. Get ready for a great... get ready for I mean, how do you fit how do you finish that line? I'm hot baby, you want it? Love solid for hours, not even Austin Powers could top it.
0: I mean <laughs> That's great, and then isn't there a guy in the group called Melody And he says some funny stuff in that song yeah, too. Yeah, like he's. You still don't know you'd be dealing with Mellow. I got you something in the club. Cheeks are soft like a pillow. Does that mean her big? She's a big fat face on
1: her. <laughs> big moon face. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Granning in the club. Cheeks soft like a pillow. That's like stop there. Not the girls, please, Melody. Do you
1: know what's upsetting? I forgot the word in the video version too, and I forgot the disco <laughs> type, and a lot of the time my hair's been in a crazy state. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, that's definitely great. What you could do is just ask producer Ben to maybe do a bit of work and, like, blur your face out for a bit until you fix your hair. Swirl it. You know? Like
1: Andy, yeah. <laughs> Dane nope. right, hosting with Andy McNab, the two yeah. boys.
0: Well, I mean, don't, don't swirl it. You know, what you need to do is just flick it, lick it, rip it, stick it, and you could beat the ticket, and flick it, and make it, and boot it, and fucking drop a nuts in the ticket.
1: Stick it between your toes and then rub it on the back of your ear, girl. And I will do semen. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyable Blazing Squad. Shout out to those guys. Uh, yeah, you I don't know what? Know what we were talking about, they got us onto them. But fun.
0: we were talking about having guests this week. Were you able to get anybody? From the Blazing
1: Squad coming on this week? Man, I'm gonna be real honest with you right <laughs> now. No. Okay, sweet.
0: That's good. It's just and and sometimes we'll I'll sometimes try
1: and get somebody from Blazing Squad.
0: Sometimes a lot of people like to uh, listen to the two boys just chatting to each other, you know? To, I mean, one yeah. white cis male, which is yourself, and then obviously one blue unicorn, which is me. So, pardon me, I did a burp there, because it's what unicorns do. They eat fairy dust and they burp. The
1: blue unicorn.
0: Yeah, I mean, what, what? what, Yeah, it works, you know, it blue is. Blue unicorn, blue unicorn, blue so I thought you were going and- to say bluto because I look like Bluto and in a Popeye.
1: Davey, answer me mm. this, man. What is your opinion on like late night eating? Because I gotta kick it to you real quick, homie. Mm. Um, I don't normally eat past like six, seven o'clock, but these yeah. last couple of nights I've been getting a hunger on. So, do you think I should like resist and like wait until the morning, or do you, do you think I should just grub up?
0: What does the cheeky monkey boy like to eat though at night? Tell me what it is.
1: At this time in the morning, he might go in for some toast.
2: Mm.
0: well I mean you're probably quite a fast metabolism boy like so I mean I think you'd be great what does that mean I mean it's not going to go to your guts really at the minute you're still I mean you are what 32 yeah but you, you 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 have the body of, of a 12 year old so I think you should be all right whereas I am 33 and I have the body of a 71 year old amputee right right, right. Yeah.
1: So what does a metabolism mean then? It, go, it goes your it gut quicker? Is that what it no, is? No, I
0: think metabolism is just the speed in which you convert calories into burning the calories. So do you know what I mean? If you you could like you need to work burning yourself. Burning calories both ends. Yeah, exactly. That's what this, that, that saying means. But I think basically if you have a fast metabolism, the food you consume, the calories you consume with a fast metabolism – work off quicker do you know what I mean whereas if you have a slow metabolism you could say stick on 300 calories that just stays in you for longer takes longer to burn off you know
1: I get you bro so how's your like training been going you were doing like quite a lot of indoor cycling fixed cycling in the spot on an exercise Bike, are yeah. you still doing that, bro? Yeah, man.
0: The deal? I mean, it's fair to say I've been doing a lot of riding in my garage and I've been enjoying it. I'm feeling good. I was saying to you earlier, this was weird in our group chat. I was trying, I said group chat or just regular chat. I was trying to
1: just the two of us group, run, the run, yeah,
0: run something by you but what is the noise it's making on this podcast. That's something we need to fix. It sounds like it's like you're having Spitfire or something coming from you. Is your mic plugged in right? Yeah, it's all good. Right. Okay. So what I was I saying, so what I was saying was um, about bodybuilders pulling their trousers down, and you didn't reply yeah. to that. Do you not find that funny? To me, that's ten out of ten hilarious.
1: Yeah, you would need to describe it to me a wee bit like, more. So, you you basically, you... I, I'm not aware of this phenomenon, though. No.
0: Yeah, but like bodybuilders, right? Um, I mean, I don't know how appropriate like this is. I might do it, like um, bodybuilders, <laughs> whenever they like do. <laughs> poses right they're like say they're working out their legs they'll kind of stand up rather than like have like (laughs) they just (laughs) i mean i can't do it because it's too far (laughs) but no no but basically what they do is they to show you their quads they like pull they don't like just take their trousers off. They pull their trousers down. Like, hold on, I need I need to find you some pictures and send it to you. But it's a thing where bodybuilders. Is this just a new thing, or what has been
1: happening for? I think it's, it's been, been happening, happening for
0: a while. But because they're bodybuilders, people think it's fine. But if you actually take a step back, you're like, this is just a dude who his breaks down around his ankles, just flexing. It's very. It way hold on. Yeah. Is that what you say?
1: I don't know. I've never heard that.
0: Bodybuilders trousers
1: down. <laughs> <Are people laughs> bodybuilders.
0: Yeah. Trousers down Again Trousers oh, seal Um, Hold on Bodybuilders Trousers down Pose Yeah I mean This my is just never get bigger I mean I mean cause can, can they get any bigger
1: No But this is This is some of my favourite Ever banter by the what way What did you I mean, google To get this Guys with this Guy with this No pants. I just
2: Googled
0: tr- uh, Bodybuilders Trousers down um, And I mean A lot of interesting <laughs> stuff Came out of that Let me just say Um We'll see. Like so, for example, I've just sent to you a guy who wants to show off his quads. Right? This is I've sent you a text there. Have a check. This is the way a bodybuilder would pose. You know, just check out the quads here. It's just a weird pose. I get banned to put this photo up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take the short, uh, take the traction bottoms off. Yeah, but it's a, it's don't
0: just don't a weird. Why.
1: I don't know why that's happening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then another thing we check that out. It's like <laughs> I mean, hey yeah, okay. guy, just, yeah. just take take the bottoms off. But yeah, that and like how do we get onto yeah, that? that? Are, are yours off now? like I mean, but it's like that, yeah, that sort yeah, of yeah. pose. If anybody knows that bodybuilder pose, just explain to me why that's just a normal thing. Like you see bodybuilders doing that all the time, and it's weird to me. Like just take the trousers see off. It?
1: Serious question, you know the way um bodybuilders preparing for competitions, yes, like literally do do like black paint all over them or like very dark brown. Like, um, is that is that not going to be a thing anymore or is that like has that become controversial in any way?
0: You know what, obviously, some people will go that's weird because bodybuilders do paint themselves a full dark color, some people are saying it's blacking up. But I mean, I think it's just more people painting themselves like a, a real nice mahogany fence, you know, because it really, the darker the skin is, the more tone. Because again, I, people might know this about me. I'm a fan of bodybuilding. I like to watch bodybuilding. I mean, the main contest I like is Mr. Olympia. I would watch Mr. Olympia most years. And is
1: that Olympia Centre in about your road?
0: Yes, that is a great, great no, it's just the ultimate, basically, the ultimate bodybuilders. The top bodybuilding weekend is the Olympia weekend, so yeah, I like to watch that. I like and I know what people are looking when they're judging. Do you know what I mean? I know what they're looking for. And again, part of bodybuilding is you get better definition if you've like you probably look at yourself with a tan and go, I look more jacked than I do when I'm pale,
1: yeah, yeah. And that's
0: just it, the darker color you're you are the more your sort of definition pops out so that's why they they paint themselves
1: can you tell me what the olympia weekend involves because i know you're into bodybuilding because you have like a lot of arnold Schwarzenegger like bodybuilding encyclopedias whatever Mm -hmm. but like what is the olympia weekend i didn't know you were this into it and why if you're this into it do you not try and be more mates with glenn ross who's like a strong man but lives in like yeah
0: i've I, I don't know if i've told the story in the podcast before but glenn ross mugging me off that's but that's why we're not mates um so. yeah well i get back to that after but basically the olympia weekend is just a health and fitness weekend for fans and competitors to go to so you've all like the over the course of the weekend you have the miss olympia you have the mr olympia you have the mr physique olympia mrs Physi- miss physique olympia you have the physique olympia you have all sorts of different just ultimate Body posing and fit health and fitness. Where
1: does it happen? Is it a different place every time? Oh no, it's Las
0: Vegas, Vegas, Nevada, my friend, every single year.
1: Would you like to go to it some year and maybe do a video where you like interview people like Vox Pop I would I
0: would love I would love to now, but again, I feel like that's a dream that might be far-fetched now because again, unless I could sort of say I could go to like BBC, who are doing the radio show for, say, listen, what the people want on the Shane Todd show is me at the Mr. Olympia. Just asking guys, why do you have your trousers down? Why don't you just take them off? Because it's weird that you just have them hey. around you.
1: Well, I basically got to go to the front and fight that time. So I don't know. It's definitely worth asking the question. Yeah, so I
0: th- well, I think <laughs> I will. I'll ask if I can go to Olympia. So um, that, that's basically basically what they're at. But again, I've been thinking about it recently. It's something I enjoy. I like to watch it. I like the, like, the, the ethic and work Boyeristic. that goes in. You could say, but I like the work it goes into. But at the same time, if you take a step back, it is just looking at people's bodies going, "That's
1: good." Like. do they have wee dicks, bodybuilders? Or is that a I mean, I, out I, out I think
0: I mean I think that's uh, something I don't really study, you know, um, in Olympia. But I'm, I mean, so I'm sure some guys do a small dick, some guys have big dicks. some guys have. Is there a probably, Mr.
1: Olympia belly in category? No, Which but is a guy t- just flexing his piece.
0: But I mean, talking talking about balance. I was watching a show last night that, that educated me a wee bit on balance. Would you want to hear what I learned? And um, the yeah. show's called uh, "The Naked Attraction." It's like this this dating show and be on Channel Four. Do you know it?
1: I've still never seen it. I know what it is, but I've actually never seen it. Right.
0: For those who don't know, it's just these naked bodies in boxes. As in, they're alive. It's not just really weird, but they're these guys and then they unveil certain parts of your body at a time. And by certain parts, it's always the same parts. First of all, they show if you're a man, your dick in your legs. If you're a girl, your Vanny in your legs. And then the next thing they show is your chest and your pecs. Or if you're a woman, your chest your boobies. And then they show your face and you basically... <clears throat> are just really shallow and get rid of people. Depending if you don't like certain parts of them, and every single time, without doubt, the small dick goes first. You know what I mean? Every time the guys are the girls like, ah, I'm gonna get rid of of, of green, and they're like, why are you getting rid of green? And then, and then they're always like, ah, oh, because he's um, I I just don't like his toenails. And then they're like, it's not because he's a small dick, and
2: he's like, nah, it's
0: not at all. Wise up, but it's always a small dick goes first, right? And um. Kind of the same way as it was in the Titanic, you know, they're like people if you've a small dick you're staying on the boat, everybody
1: else
2: off you get.
0: <laughs> but um
2: I didn't know that that
1: was yeah, the case in the That Titanic. was it.
0: Yeah, so that's why the yeah. captain
1: are you saying any Titanic survivor just has a massive schlong? Yes,
0: yes, because, you know, they're, they're not going to survive if they remain on a boat with a weight like that sinking them down. So, yeah, that's yeah. basically it. But what it was, sometimes in Naked <laughs> Attraction, they'll fire out a wee bit, of, wee bit of fact for you. They'll fire out something to be like, you know why this is that? So they were chatting the girl last night, and the presenter was like, ah, so what do you like about about? again, about the penis, because that's the anatomical name for the kilk, and uh, she goes, oh, I prefer there to be a wee bit of like a mushroom shape on the end of the penis, you know, the, the, the bell end, so to speak, and then the, the the presenter was like, oh, by the way, there's actually a reason for that, and then it flipped to like a wee drawing, and it was like, back in the day, and I'm talking the day, you know, like caveman times, not like the 90s, and in the day, basically, what happened was a load of cavemen would just, you know, have intercourse with uh, the same woman. And obviously, if they're putting their semen into the woman, uh, that for them to be the one that impregnates the woman, the they shape, like the sort of mushroom top of the belly end almost, is to pull any semen that's already up there out, like a scraper. So that's why they're shaped like we wee mushroom. So when it goes in, it pulls out other, man's, other men's semen. What about that, bro? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you know who you are, Gareth Keenan from the office?
0: <laughs> but you know what they have nowadays instead of that's a That's why it end,
1: does that. works out with a man's semen.
0: You know, they have, like, you know, one of those wee handheld vacuums. <gasps> and that's how you get the semen out. And then you can turn the vacuum to reverse and fire it into your.
1: So talk to me a bit more about the Titanic because I, yeah. I like to know what they sort of said whenever they were like letting people know like you get to go off. Like was there someone that was in charge of measuring? Did they do it freehand or was there like a tape measure or something?
0: I like to think that the, the, the captain was just because, you know, the captain was like, look, I'm going down to the ship. I'm the last one off the ship. I like to think the captain yeah. told them like in book terms, don't they have weird names for people like that do different things? So like you're the first boy Skipper. or something or like what's isn't there something yeah yeah
1: first mate
0: like, yeah so i think the idea that the first mate went in and, the, and the, the captain was like listen you need to get women and children off and the first mate's gone okay people big dicks off first and he's just taking information that he wanted and he's just like listen the captain says get it out can you, you No, know, too too small you're staying on and then like, like just that's how, how it happened so people don't often know that it wasn't portrayed in the movie. And I think it's important to to let history and be known correctly. All
1: your ancestors survived, didn't
0: they? And uh, no, all my ancestors actually went down to the ship. You know, not one of my ancestors survived, um, which is can sad. Can I just
1: say? Can I just say is the most fucking stupid thing of all time that rule of like the captain has to go down to the ship because probably so many times like there's room in the rescue boats and all, and he's like, no, nope, no, nope, I have to go down with us, and you're like, hey, bro, just get off because you yeah. don't need to die, and he's like, no. Nope. But-
0: wasn't there the guy who had that that boat? You know the boat that sank a few years back, maybe about five or ten years ago, and like he got into trouble yeah. because the boat went down. He was like, ah, fuck, "I fuck, I'm off," and he just jumped straight off away. And they're like, "Why is he not still in the ship?" And they're like, "Now you've there's gross negligence involved there, you know."
1: I love everybody that's criticizing him, like commenting on that and like. You know, the comment section of Facebook and all being like, he's a disgrace, he should, you know, he's the captain. Uh As if any of us who were captain of the ships, uh, like, started to do a boat with sinking, I wouldn't just go, "Uh, fuck, i have to head back to land here for (laughs) dinner, you know, a thousand percent. Like,
0: what would you rather be as a a captain? Would you rather be in jail for a wee while or dead?
1: (laughs) Definitely jail.
0: Yeah, and... I mean, and the first mate—they're always the sassiest member of the crew. Like, I could always see the first mate. The first mate's probably there at the courtroom, being like,
1: <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> well, Mister,
0: why aren't you down there with the ship? And say, "Oh, should we, yeah. sorry, shouldn't do that sort of voice anymore." Uh, as it is, first
1: mate, first mate, and first
0: the <laughs> First brewer. I mean, I have a feeling a <laughs> first brewer—the first brewer—wouldn't be very reliable either. Have you done all the health and sa- have you done all the health and safety checks on board? uh oh, yeah, he's not the first board. Oh, the first board just goes onto the ship to smoke bifters. That's all he does
2: because <laughs> he, st- he still lives
0: with his man. He can't do it in the house. <laughs> so he's like, why
2: are you on
1: the ship? Oh,
2: I'm <laughs> um
1: Dave, would you be interested in me running through a quick list of 16 of the meanest celebrities ever, according to Reddit?
0: Um, what do you mean by mean?
1: Um, I, I, I don't know. I haven't read this article beforehand. But I mean, well, absolutely. 16.
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: Number 16 is Michael Jordan. It says, according to Dan Powers, Michael Jordan greets fans. As in Austin, Austin Powers? <laughs> Apparently, our man Michael Jordan greets fans by telling them to go away. <laughs>
2: that's all it says,
0: and then that's it.
1: Hey, Michael, I'm a really big fan. Man, love Chicago Bulls. So I really like the documentary. <laughs> go away.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, number fifteen. I mean, I feel like not all these are going to be reliable for sure, but uh, let's just let's just see where we go. Um, Okay, begin. Yeah. Why is this doing this, please? Oh, I have some gossip Uh, for you. I have some
0: gossip, but remind me of the gossip after this, at the end of this list, because it's about celebrities.
1: Okay, number – well, I'm not doing number. I'll just do these as whatever order they're in. Denzel Washington, according according to the Pineapple House, which doesn't sound like, you know, (laughs) The Guardian – Denzel Washington is rude to people. Not a lot of details, just that he's a rude person. This made my girlfriend really sad because she knows the entire script of American Gangster by heart. I mean, I'm also realizing that this this website isn't one I've ever seen before, so Mm. all these are probably not true. And Denzel Washington is a friend of the show until he declares himself not. John Malkovich... Oh, John no, Malkovich does has have a rude we face sometimes.
0: I mean, I think like he's got a weird like stare about him. Like I think he also plays a lot of weirdos. So maybe in your head you think John Malkovich freak.
1: He was so good in Con Air, wasn't he?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was very
1: good. Now uh, it says when John Malkovich, uh, or to give it its full name, Con Air when. <laughs>
0: Do you know? Sure, of, sorry, sorry, before you go in that, my dad used to have a teacher, right? And his name was. Uh, let me get this right. The Reverend William Bertrude McConnell Ald, right? And yeah. he just he just shortened his name to Con-Auld, which is pretty dope. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he's from Hollywood, the Reverend William Bertrude McConnell Ald, but I think Con-Auld is definitely a sweeter name to go by. If anyone knows a Reverend Bertrand William McConwall holler at us, let us know. Please get him on the show.
1: Shout out to the Birdie crew. Uh, I've gone off that website, by the way, and I found a better article on Ranker. Okay. Uh, so apparently Justin Bieber spat on fans. When one, tried to, when one fan tried to snap a selfie with Justin Bieber, he told her that her lack of respect made him sick. He also yelled at fans for talking during a concert. I mean, you have to expect, at a music concert, somebody people mm. might chat and allegedly spat on fans beneath his Toronto hotel room in 2013. However, a representative said that no one was below his balcony and he didn't actually spit on anyone. I mean, I feel like I have a lot in common with Bieber because that could easily yeah. be me.
0: Yeah, but I mean, does anyone um, stand outside your window?
1: Nah, but uh, Chevy Chase—he's—I've—I've I've heard that Chevy Chase is apparently like a horrible guy. That's like a well-known yeah. thing, uh, from National Lampoon's films. Chevy Chase got a reputation for being difficult to work with and possibly racist. Not a great combination no. at all. Um they're kind of going to being disrespectful. Um, someone said that they were a long-time fan when they met Chevy Chase, and he's—he was telling Chevy Chase about that. How did Chase respond? He slapped the guy so hard. <laughs> Chase tried to make a joke out of it and say, can't you see I'm talking to somebody, kid? So apparently some, some other actor went up to him and was like, I'm a big fan of your music. And Chevy went, no, and hit him. Um, which I, mean, I don't really see a problem with.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like that should be more of a thing. You could just slap people, get away.
1: No. <laughs> apparently Catherine Zeta-Jones demoralized an eight-year-old. One woman remembers going to an advanced screening of The Mask of Zorro when she was eight years old. Well, she wasn't a woman if she was eight years old. (laughs) At the after party, (laughs) I'm a woman, I'm eight. At the after party, she excitedly told star Catherine Zeta-Jones she wanted to be an actress, and that's when things got awkward. This is quoting the girl. She turned to me, looked me up and down, and said, you're pretty enough, I suppose. Then went back to her conversation. The woman claimed, in many ways, I think of that as the turning point when I went from feeling at ease to constantly thinking about how everyone was judging me based on my appearance. What the f- No. Catherine Zeta-Jones, hmm. who at the time was probably one of the biggest actresses in the world, told you that you're-, you're She's like, yeah, you're pretty enough. And yeah. and this woman's like, I remember this my whole life and everyone judging uh-huh. me based on your appearance. You got a compliment yeah. from a glamorous movie star. And that's And i sure tell you what, Catherine Zeta-Jones a Jones Catherine.
0: is a sexy bexy. That's for sure. And also- her private parts can make you unwell. So you should be g- glad to yeah, be in the good MJD,
1: books. Uh, MJD got a dose like Christian Bale reportedly made little girls cry. I mean, Christian Bale, I'm going to say, is one yeah. of my favorite actors ever. But you don't want to get on his wrong side. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Christian Bale is infamous for being rude on the set of movies, and he apparently is not great offset. Uh, His former publicist said that Bale is often awful when fans approach him. He's often awful. He'd reportedly lecture little girls about being rude and intrusive until tears streamed down their faces and their parents tugged them away. I mean, this sounds like she has an axe to grind. I mean, also,
0: also, why are the parents waiting until Bale's so abusive that their kids start crying before they take them away? Why are they like, just keep going, Christian, until...
1: There's on all tears. of these, I'm yeah. on the celebrity side, especially Jimmy Chase. Yeah. When another fan <laughs> sent a letter to his house, Bale allegedly told his publicist the fan should be, and I quote, eliminated. And she said he even offered up a suggested method. A screwdriver through the eyeball into the brain prevents any screaming. Um, Yeah, he's obviously joking, even though he probably might do, do that. Rihanna apparently cyber-bullied a fan in 2014. A 16-year-old showed off Rihanna inspired prom outfit, a bat wing pantsuit. I mean, that's something that you and I could definitely um, yeah. get on board with. <laughs> the girl made the outfit herself and Rihanna rewarded her by making her the laughing stock of the internet. Rihanna side by side tweeted pictures of herself and the girl the, with a hashtag prombat and Rihanna retweeted some of her favorite jokes, including The Dark Thought Rises. And oh, no. the, the girl later told Fox News that she was offended, uh, yeah. Th- I mean, that's very sly of Rihanna, yeah,
0: yeah. But I mean, I think I'm Rihanna is, is a bit of a mean girl. Hey, what is it you're looking up? I need to look this up myself. Tell me what
1: it is and Google it, right? Let's do it at the same time. So let's go for Rihanna Prombat. So hold on, I haven't found it yet. And we're looking for a side by side picture. Oh, I've
0: got it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Have you got it?
0: Yeah, I mean, the girl's face that's in the prom outfit—not exactly what you would call a, an appropriate face. She's making. She's like doing the Undertaker eyes, you know, where they like he rolls his eyes <laughs> in his head. like, that is freaky. Like, you know, where's Rihanna's we posing in it? it like, was. Uh-huh.
1: Paul Bear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, see. To be fair, that guy. His name, like his parents must have known, you know, Mr and Mrs Bear must have known this guy's going to be involved
1: with something to do with funerals and stuff. We call him Paul Bear. Oh, man. Um, I'll do just a couple more of these. The headline mm-hmm. of this one is Adam Levine allegedly said he doesn't give autographs to ugly chicks. <laughs> front five frontman Adam Levine charms audiences as a judge in the voice but rumour has it he isn't always so kind to his fans according to Reddit Levine once used, turned down a fan he asked him for an autograph and said I don't give autographs to ugly chicks <laughs> um, yeah, that's a very sly uh, oh no, sly move do you want to hear one about Sandra Bullock or Morrissey
0: well, obviously Morrissey he's far sassier
1: Morrissey is notoriously prickly, but he sent an especially moody response to a personal ad in Sounds magazine in 1980, a few years before the Smiths became a band. When a man from Scotland sent a letter, Morrissey, whose real name is Stephen, penned a note that reads like this. Dear person, so nice to know there's another soul out there, even if it is in Glasgow. Does being Scottish bother you? Manchester is a lovely little place if you happen to be a bedridden, deaf mute. I'm unhappy. Hope you're unhappy too. Yours in poverty, Stephen.
0: <laughs> Have you ever heard the Smith song, which is just the sassiest song? It's, I think it's called You're the One for Me, Fatty. Don't know. It's just like where he sings like, You're the one for me, Fatty. You should listen to it. It's really sly from Marcy. Or Stephen, as he goes by. You're the one
2: for by. me, Fatty.
1: Yeah, that's actually. There's a here. See in the song it. that goes, uh, the the Smith song that goes, "I'm so sorry." Uh, there's a bit where it goes like this. Direct, I, I, I like I'm not adding this for comic effect. <coughs> By the way, this Mate. is dead on impression. It goes like this. I'm so
2: sorry. I'm so sorry. That's actually very good. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm trying to think of a a Morrissey song to see if I can do a decent
2: impression the
1: the Smiths country
2: bicycle on a hillside desolate Uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is the weirdest podcast yet you sound like the, the character in Phone Jackery does, uh, the guy trying to scam out of, out of money.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, dear. Okay.
2: Um, okay, here we go. I was hazy in the haze of a drunken house But heaven, I'm so miserable now <laughs> I was looking for a job and then I found a job having heaven, I'm so miserable now <laughs> that's, yeah, nice. that's good yeah I your hair is out. also
0: a wee bit marcy-esque at the
2: minute that's <laughs> oh,
0: a lot of fun this is a lot of fun
2: say what you want about this
0: podcast being sacked off but it's a lot of fun i miss it if it gets sacked <laughs> off for sure hey have you seen the future man like yeah the guy from the future no I mean, I just... uh... Hello. You look like the Daft Punk guy there. Daft Daft Spunk more like it, better wrong. Daft Spunk, right. (laughs) Draft I am the guy from
1: the future. I am from (laughs) the future.
0: (laughs) And what's it like up there?
1: Uh... (laughs) It's pretty cool. (laughs)
0: The guy from the future. I'm the guy from
2: the future. I'm David Bowie from the future. Let's dance. Uh (laughs) Put on your red shoes and dance the blues.
1: Dave, let's do let's do Perfect Day, right? Yeah, Perfect Day, Lou Reed, and then we'll try and do it in as many impressions. Give the other person an impression. So Perfect Day lyrics. Just okay, a I've got it
2: day. So I'll kick off for more. Yeah. see okay? <laughs> yeah. Just a perfect day. Drink sang... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just a perfect day. Drink sangria in the park. And then later, when it gets dark, we go home. <laughs> yeah, I think you've I lost it you- a little bit.
1: Um, I want you to come in with, uh, with, let me see... Dizzy Rascal for the next
0: one. Okay, so uh, which lyrics? I think. Uh, where do you come in? Perfect day lyrics. Just
2: just oh, a perfect, perfect day, day. Feed animals in the zoo. Just a perfect day. Feed
0: animals in the zoo. <laughs> and then I want you to do. Uh, could you do a wee bit of ooh Elvis for us? I've
1: been a little movie too, and then home. That's your question, no. no. <laughs> do you want to hear that? Uh, okay, we'll, we'll move on from this because we're not prepared. But do you yeah. want can I give you my Elvis?
0: Yeah.
1: You ain't in
2: the middle crying all the time. You ain't in the middle crying all the time. Wait, wait, oh, no lovely little no friend. Of mine.
0: Would, you I, would you like to hear mine?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <And mother> i <crying. laughs> not it all. Can we get her? Baby, don't you
1: there want to small. say? Oh, by the way, the most bleak lyrics of all time. <laughs> yeah. And his mama cries
2: and goes, If there's one thing the sheep don't need, there's another hungry mouth to feed in the ghetto. In the ghetto. i take a look at you and me. How we and we turn my to see.
1: Oh, was Elphus really good at singing or really shit?
0: I mean, I think it's definitely a combination of both the times. The same towards you know the end better. when he couldn't breathe
1: and he was singing and he was just really fat and. Oh. Uh, Mark, told me a really, Mark told me a really fun fact today for some reason we were talking about Elvis and yeah. he said that like you know when Elvis used to perform when he was fat and he had the cape apparently yeah. his, his wife or his girlfriend left him for like a karate instructor oh, so no. Elvis just started doing karate moves on stage just to like take the piss oh so that's why he did he that yeah 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 apparently
0: that's so. classic but I mean I, I enjoy what Elvis was all about like yeah who else, who else do you reckon you could do that you haven't done before?
2: Singing bits uh, of bobs, Jeez, Let me see.
0: Um, I mean, I'd like to hear you try some Tracy Chapman, is what I'd like to hear.
2: Don't you know? Talking about a revolution, it sounds like a whisper. Don't you know, to run, 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 run. Talking about a revolution. Oh.
0: <laughs> it's funny. Do you want me to try anybody while we're at it?
1: I'd like you to try... Um, I'd like you to try Elton John.
2: What I'm going to do to make love me. <laughs> it's It's too bad. <laughs> Is <laughs> that so sad? Is the so sad, sad on? Oh.
1: <laughs> what if when they did that with Blue and he sings that, and yeah. then Simon Web comes in? Yo, yo, sorry <laughs> it seems to be the hardest word. What
0: the weirdest lyric in that song, though, is <laughs> whenever Lee Ryan for no reason just goes, ah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, why are you doing that in this song? It's not in it. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear Elton John doing the, the song during lockdown, did you? No. Oh no! This is the worst. The worst. Like you know why Elton retired? Hold there's on, a I'm there's a, there. there's a reason. Hold on. Uh, What's it called?
1: Uh, El- like Elton John lockdown?
0: Yeah. No, Elton John. I'm still standing. One world together at home, and then uh, just get that on and play it because you you'll be you'll be embarrassed for Elton. This is this is the worst.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: I'm still standing. Yeah.
2: Hi everyone, it's great for us to be able to join this amazing event and lend yeah. our support. Yeah. Risky...
1: <laughs> okay, doesn't look sweet.
0: No, listen, the guy's not in a good way.
1: Do you know who he's can look up more <laughs> than Elton? Hey. Me, because I've got tickets to his comeback, like his final turn, they were like 300 quid.
2: He stumped me up like yeah. a kipper. Yeah. Play, play it a bit more. <laughs> and you can never know what it's like. Into the chorus. Get out and come on, you can do it. i <laughs> Has he heard his own song?
1: <laughs> oh no, yeah, I've definitely been mugged off so hard there. Dave, do you know what's really, <laughs> really funny? <laughs> 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 look at the comments on the video <laughs> what are they saying is that on the global citizen one yeah <laughs> look at the comments do you see it
0: oh let me see new, yeah let me see comments oh no elton's really mugged himself There's so bad go to comments uh, where are the comments it's not letting me see Just them here the well, comments have moved go, go to comments
1: I, mean, you can see it. I can't see it, you just gonna have to tell me. Uh, all right, hold on, I'll send you a screenshot and then you can describe what the call- I mean there's only one comment literally in the whole video. Um, and it is it is pretty enjoyable.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's literally
1: one comment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> From Shane Todd, nice brewer. <laughs> I mean, do you think Elton do you you think
1: (laughs) Do you want me anytime Elton puts something up on any social media platform, they always just write nice bro?
0: Yeah, do you also think that maybe how do you reckon Furnish was reacting to Elton's performance there? Do you reckon he's like
1: I, yeah, I, I, I think Furnish. No, like I think they would argue Here, with each other. You, I, I want you to like, keep no, talking, because you know I need to do PP real quick. Working. You know what I'm saying? You, you keep talking. Go yeah, good man. I, it's okay. It's not like I can't host a podcast by myself. I'm speaking of podcast that I host by myself. Now that he's gone, tea with me. It comes out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. What me, the NBC, doing his own podcast? Um, I put it out three times a week. There's a video version like Boytown. And also, speaking of podcasts, Dave does the Sly Guy podcast, which comes out every Monday, I want to say. Uh, it's on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and I think he's going to be doing a video one soon as well. So check out the other work that the boys are doing. If you enjoy Boytown, you will enjoy that. Um, also, there's a Patreon for the Boytown podcast, uh, patreon.com slash Podcast. And um, and it's just a nice time. It's a nice time with nice guys. And, uh, you know, Dave's away for a pee, which is selfish because the Man United match is on. They're playing Brighton. I support Man United. The game is on over here in my house. But I've paused it. And that is dedication. And that's why I love the Boytown listeners. Because ordinarily, I'd be watching this match. But I'm prepared to pause it and watch it later. Um, just because I love you guys. So I think when Papa Bear comes back, we'll rifle through listeners' questions. That uh, that seems like a bit of fun. Why don't I get them up? Said said the actress to the bishop, and um, and we'll see who's getting involved. Davy boy, Davy boy. Um, I was I was just saying we'll do the we'll do listeners' questions.
0: Right. Okay. Um, do you want to get them up?
1: I'll, I, I've got them on Twitter, bro. You get the Instagram. There questions. are
0: absolutely none on Twitter, so you're just going to have to do it because I don't have my phone with me.
1: Cool. Oh, ideal. Okay. All right. How's your pee?
0: It was lovely. Yeah, it was really nice. Just, I was thought I could have held on to the end of the pod, but you know, sometimes you've got you got to go. You got to go. Fuck's sake.
1: I know what you mean. Poor. Right. Here we go. Okay. Questions. Okay. Um. Here we go. Mike Hilton says, "Hello there, cheeky chappies. Got any favourite local weirdos or characters?" Um, we don't like to be slang, call people weirdos, but local characters, yes, absolutely. What about um?
0: My personal favourites. My favourite, Sona Malcolm from Hollywood. He's my absolute favourite character. R.I.P. He's still alive, Sona Malcolm. When did he die?
1: No, nope. like very recently.
0: Oh no! Are you very serious?
1: Recently. He was a beloved. Yeah, 100%. I wouldn't joke about that. He's a beloved um, Hollywood character. Sort of Malcolm was always, uh, like, having a cigarette on the high street. And oh, when, he's one of those guys.
0: When How can I, like, say about this? I'm sad.
1: Um, I, I don't know. I think it was someone in the family put it up, and I saw it shared on, on Facebook, and I the few times I've been down in Hollywood over lockdown, I haven't seen him about. And the, the thing with Soda Malcolm is why everybody knew Soda Malcolm and love Soda Malcolm is you always saw him in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Cause he liked to just, he liked to just perch perch on the high street and just take it all in and have a few, a uh, few cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it, 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 it is sad because characters are a big part of a town. And, um, if it's a, if it's a small town and you kind of know everyone, then, um, yeah, someone like that becomes becomes legendary. but Because, uh, yes, I mean, Malcolm you
0: should is, definitely get a statue of Soda Malcolm outside a 100% for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd be all for that. I would help to fund that if that was something that we were going to do. But, yeah, shout-out to Soda Malcolm and, and local characters because uh, it's always fun when you have local characters that you go, do you know what? That's a wee part of my hometown, so shout-out to him. Uh, Michael Wood says Bon dia honey bunnies I've recently noticed myself calling anyone who cuts me off or annoys me in general on the road a pervert bear in <laughs> mind of have no actual evidence of whether they dabble in Gary Glitter's antics or not I um, mean Gary Glitter I should point out is a, is a pedo not a pervert so that's pedo yeah. not pervert but also at the same time he is a pervert um, my question is have either of you developed any sayings or phrases since lockdown began P.S. keep up the good work loving the content Well, thank you very much for that Michael um, we appreciate that, and we will do our best. But any new phrases since lockdowns come about?
0: I don't think new phrases that are specifically from lockdown. Would you say?
1: No, but just like recently, how is is there anything you find you find yourself saying a lot?
0: Oh fuck's sake! Just really.
1: Fuck's sake.
0: Fuck's sake.
1: Um. Like boo-boo, I think I'm using the phrase boo-boo quite a bit more. Just As in
0: boo-boo. you made a boo-boo or you are a boo-boo?
1: No calling people boo-boo, they are, they're, they're, they're boo-boo. And I'll refer to myself as boo-boo at times as well. Um, Holly Crooks gets in touch and says, With all that's happened in 2020 so far, the bushfires, Kobe, Joe Exotic, COVID, finding out Arlene Foster isn't 50 yet, uh, the Boytown Universe are on tenterhooks, all asking the same question, desperate for an answer. Did Shane get the Seal paint he was looking for? But I still haven't found what I'm looking for. <laughs> Morrissey featuring um you two, yes I I did holes and thanks very much for uh, the concern. And if any of the uh, if any of the citizens of Boytown were out there fretting worrying about that, yes I did, and um, very helpfully, um, let's just say I know a guy who had some mm-hmm. that he didn't need and it was unopened. So do you know, do you know what's very me though? i've done a great job painting all the garden fence but i still have two panels left to paint and they'll never be painted why 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 have you stopped i just stopped one day because i think it was like getting dark and then Hmm. i just i think the weather wasn't as good the next day remember when the weather was good and then then i just stopped and why are you doing that doing what i I just think you have your peak that far
0: why is it weird
1: yeah, it's weird and it reminds me of someone I don't know who it is. Is, a, is there a rapper that wears a very low pig?
0: Probably plenty. The rappers are pretty gangster like, so they could do this.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I got the hookup. Brandy gets in touch. He says, Hey, sexy Summersby Sippers, we love that. <laughs> with both of you due babies in the next few months, do you think it will make it more difficult to balance fatherhood with stand up? Will Big Davey have to show Sean Toad the ropes? Um, yes, of course. It will. Of course, it will be a challenge. Mm-hmm. and um this is dave's second baby it's going to be my first yeah. so i am aware of the challenge because of chatting to you a lot about it yeah. chatting to colin a lot about how they ba- you balance workload, like yeah. and um and you're balancing a full-time job with that as well to make things even yeah. sweeter so um i don't think it's going to make it more challenging but i think the start will be because i'll need to figure out like new routines and all that kind of thing yeah and I'll have to get used to not being able to just go to bed whenever I want to do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, But uh, how different do you think it's going to be for me, Papa Bear?
0: I mean, I think... I don't know how I feel. I feel like sometimes I think, oh, no, he's going to hate it. And other times I think you'll be grand. I think certain aspects you will struggle with, but other aspects will be fine. Like I feel like the thing that you'll struggle the most with is no longer being the most precious person in your house. I think that's going to... Yeah. I think you're going to... You might have to get these weak away, you might have to, you know when babies are little, they have to wear wee gloves because they've got wee sharp nails and they scratch themselves. I feel like your wife should buy yeah, you a pair of, of, so you don't yeah. scrub the baby because I think there's a chance you might get jealous of us.
1: Do you know what? I think w- what gives me, what makes it like slightly easier mm. is like at the minute I'm probably not far away from, like time wise and stuff yeah getting on like I do have a kid at home because like I love nothing more than like being backstage chatting to comedian friends and Mm -hmm. meeting new comedians and having a good time but like when the show's over I'm out of there I'm away yeah Yeah. so do you find it's not like it's not like I hang about having pints and now I'm not going to be able to do that
0: yeah but see no I'm, I'm the same I think like that's probably something you'd find maybe with comedians who who treat it professionally you know, they'll come, do the set, and then go home. It's not like a big social thing. It's you come, you go to work, you go home. Um, I don't know if you have found this, but I really felt this before Holly was born. Like, if I was doing, say, a gig in, like, Oma or somewhere far away, that you would be getting home late, I always drove home extra careful because I was just afraid. And like, it's like, if something happens to me and I don't get to meet this baby, I'll be raging. So
1: I've started I'd say in the last two weeks. Like I I generally am a uh-huh. careful driver, like um I'm a pretty safe driver, I'm not the boy racer or anything like mm-hmm. so. Uh which boy? because I'm 32.
0: Yeah.
1: But um the man boy racer, <laughs> but um <laughs> but I, I've definitely noticed that in the last week or so there, yeah. um even like like getting real getting back into football training and then doing my own stuff. Yeah, like my body is sore, at the minute, so I'll probably not let myself get like that when I, when I'm looking after the baby and stuff. I don't want to be yeah. like knackered and I don't but, know. It's 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 going to be a learning experience. It's going to be fun. It's a new challenge, mm-hmm. and I'm beyond excited. I couldn't be any more excited about it.
0: Yeah, it's a strange old thing, but I mean, it's it's weird because like there's times I I'm just like I just need a break, but at the same time, you know, I'm I'm delighted. You know, we've had a child and I'm excited about child number 2 so hopefully you again once you get in, routines everything once you figure out the best routine when you like it'll take a few days for the baby to to get into some sort of routine and just in that ta- what what you know my advice to you would be I feel like you're very much a pleaser of people I'm the same like whenever Holly was born I felt the first few days it was like ma- manic because you had so many people calling in and every time people were there, you had to clear up and tidy and it was just really stressful. So what I think what we did eventually after like a day or two was like, look, said to people, to all our friends, just come at once, just come as a groupie so as I don't have to keep tidying the house. So what I'd say to maybe do is like take a day or two to settle into your routine and because nothing's more stressful. Like you're chasing, you'll be chasing around after your wife, chasing around after the baby and you, and again, obviously your wife's very, uh, organized and would be the one that probably would 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 like do the majority of stuff about the house and things, you know. So if you're not having to do that and like make dinners and stuff, you know, look after the baby. So sort of like say your visitors coming, it's not you that's getting the place ready, is it? You know, it's not you preparing for visitors. Whenever the babies just come, you have to. So what I'd be saying is just wait, come at once and then, you know, just get the house ready one oh, time. Yeah.
1: Well, lockdown kind of takes care of that because nobody's coming in to visit. So,
0: yeah, what's changing now? So, in a
1: way, be a blessing. I know, but with the baby, people, nobody's coming in.
0: Yeah. But it'll be, it'll be, it'll be.
1: The garden and stuff, but that'll be it. Yeah. Um, Okay, cheers for that. We've got more questions. Richie Laird, um, the main man, Richie Laird says. In ten years, who's going to be more successful between Papa Bear and Wayne Toad and give reasons why? Um I mean that is that is stirring the pot. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't like to think like that. So um so Richie But Richie, what (laughs) what I would
0: say, Richie, too, is like it all depends on what what you view as successful in your own self. Who knows? You know. So again, what, what we do know is that we'll be together as partners by then and Will be like the Elton John David Furnish of comedy and hopefully you know there are there are rewards for us both.
1: Yeah, David Furnish me with Eskimo Kisses. Um Michael Kers gets in touch and says, Hey you cheeky choritos. My question my question this week is which athlete has the sexiest Nike sub brand? Great question. This is right up my alley. Michael Jordan, Nadal, Tiger Woods, or CR7. I got to be honest. Out of all those guys, I don't really know Nadal's range as well. Mm. Um I mean, Sierra I think seven. I can't wear Sierra seven boots because I'm too old. But uh, and Tiger Woods probably just has functional, nice night gear. But I'm gonna go for Jordan because yeah, uh,
0: he's yeah, also he mug, mugging off Roger Federer, who's a very sexy range himself. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I I'm big in the Jordan shoes. Always have been. So. You know, now I got a new pair a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, definitely Jordan. They're sweet.
1: Yeah. Um, final question Matthew Knock Knock, who's out of the door? Matthew Knox says, When do you think either of you will be touring in England and Newcastle specifically? Um, I'm not doing Newcastle on the tour this year, but I think I'll be doing it at the end of 2021 as part of the tour. I'm sort of expanding it out.
0: Are you um, doing a tour this good, year, uh, 2020?
1: No, I'm doing a tour in the first part of 2021 and then I'm doing another tour with a brand new show at the end of 2021.
0: So what's the new show in 2021 The start called?
1: Some Somebody told me. It's the one I've been working on.
0: So what's the new one going to be?
1: The one after that?
0: Uh-huh. I'll
1: tell you the title after. I don't want to give it away. Okay, no worries. <laughs> but basically, like... Just before lockdown, I had the new show basically ready. It was going to be in September, but I'd like to get it ready a few months early. So Mm. I can kind of not park that because I'm still chipping away at it. But then since lockdown started, I've been working on a new show, and I'm making headway with that. So,
0: Very nice. I mean, I've not even thought about doing a tour just yet. So, um, yeah, I'll do one next year. It was always my plan to take 2020 off. Not that I'm some sort of Nostradamus guy, but I'm just... I just fancied taking a bit of time off because the new baby number two would be coming and it just had other endeavors I wanted to focus on so yeah I'll, I will have a new show for 2021 and I'll throw Newcastle on the, in the mix hopefully I'll, yeah we'll do that.
1: There's a stand in Newcastle they have a stand there like Glasgow and Edinburgh.: yeah' be worth doing at some point. yeah that'll be good. Thank you very much for everybody Do you notice? not have any other
0: questions from like Matthew Mernon or
1: anybody? I don't think so.
0: I'm pretty I'm sure saying. we do, actually, in there. Matthew Murner was I one of the need, first ones. I
1: need to send out some major apologies. I think so. Oh, my bad, my bad. We have we have way more. No, we don't have way more than I thought, but we have more. Who did,
0: did you say? Who I was thought. the last question you said? Uh,
1: Matthew Knox. Hang on. I know where I'm at now. So... This is from Dick Clay, who says, Bonsoir, Bonhomis, we all know our favourite demon, Barbara the Lisbon Road, Snipper Shanky, but are there any other local celebs you'd be keen to cast as Victorian villains? Um, Do you know what? That was the old boy time way, and I feel like now we're building bridges with all the villains because Snipper Shanky and and the mod were kind of like villains of the show. Let me just Google some
0: Victorian villains for people here and see. I mean... I have some great names here. Let me just fire through some names and see if you're interested in them. What about Theophile Marzils? Yes. Apparently he's just a really shit. uh... A really shit poet. What about Justice Blackborough? Apparently, Justice Blackborough was a judge who was so well paid to do his job. However, he was corrupt and greedy and often bent a law to favor personal gain.
1: Mm, I like the sound of
0: him. Very um Boytown. Yeah, and oh, this is a Boytown man. He doesn't have a first name, just Mr. Snide Kinnersley. <laughs> Would you like to know what Mr. Snide, Snide Kinnersley got Kinnersley? up to? Yeah, Snide Kinnersley was a head teacher at a public bowstel and he was famed for his extreme violence by flogging the students. One of his pupils, Roger Fry, who described the beatings of the boys, he said, In the middle of Snide Kinnisley's room was a large box covered in black cloth. The victim was told to take down his trousers, lean over the block, while I and another boy held him down. The swishing was given with the master's full strength, and only took two or three strokes for a drop of blood to form everywhere. It continued for 15 to 20 strokes, by which time the wretched boy's bottom was a mass of blood. Generally, the boys took it in silence, but sometimes there were scenes of screaming and howling, which made it almost sick. So that was Mr. Snide Kinnersley. Pretty sn- snide thing to do. Oh, another Boytown character. Would you, Would you like to hear of the work of Doctor Neil Cream?
1: Yes, finishes up with some Neil Cream, please. I'm
0: Dr. Neil Cream was the Victorian age... The Victorian age was... The, oh, so boy The Victorian age was the age of the poisoner. And Dr. Neil Cream was one of the deadliest. Dr. Cream went to prison in the United States for murdering three women and a man. Mm. But they released them so that he could come back to Britain. He offered tablets to girls saying that they were cosmetics, which would make them beautiful. But instead, it made them corpses. <laughs> Cream then offered... Kareem then offered to help the police to catch the killer of one of his victims. Apparently, he had a twisted sense of humor. That's classic Dr. Kareem. In April of 1892, he emptied the posh Metropole Hotel in London by printing and sending out a notice to all the guests under the management's name. It read... Ellen Donsworth death to the guests of the Metropolitan Hotel. Dear ladies and gentlemen, I hereby notify you that the person who poisoned Ellen Donsworth on the 13th of October last year is staying and working at the Metropole. Your lives are in danger if you stay in this hotel. Um, eventually, Cream was discovered and sentenced to hang. As he was hanged, he cried, I am Jack the Ripper. I ever heard when Jack the Ripper was murdering girls in London. Mister Cream was present in America, so his claims were ignored. Ultimately, Doctor Cream killed more people than the infamous Ripper. What about that?
1: I don't know, but all I know is I'm snide killers
0: I mean, Doctor Cream is something I'd be keen to see uh, a, a, a book about, or a, perhaps even a feature film. Mister Cream. Um,
1: okay, Matthew, what's crack with the Kanye West picture? I mean, it's, it's just stupid America.
0: I just think it's weird it silly no it's real but I think it's just been put in different backgrounds and stuff and things like that so it's odd uh, definitely uh, odd
1: uh, Matthew Mernon says hey chicos if you could invite anyone for a weekend in Port Rush who would it be?
0: I'm going to um, say Mr. Snide Kinnersley I think he's in the kind of stuff that, that, that might float yeah, my boat you know whippings and things
1: Snide Kinnersley wishes to go to Barry's <laughs> Yeah. Stead Stead so that's what I'm saying Folks we've got to wrap it up I'm so tired I, I'm going to go to bed
0: Yeah me too But I think this has been a, a really Fun episode It's been vintage boy time again So we're going we're gonna to have that I'm going to go to bed myself I was actually going to do a Patreon podcast for the listeners But I'm going to do that tomorrow night instead nah, so, Get
1: some it's big boy Yeah.
0: So see you later That was fun Welcome to the show next week i don't know what that means i'm too tired yeah Yeah. god bless you subscribe on everything and get involved in everything bye guys